there are I don't know where to begin. I know it's, I know so, it's really complex. Like I don't tell the people. It's like, really not complex at all not, though, because you do you just do what it says on the card. Welcome to another episode of XP Hunter. I am, of course, your friend Amin Lee. And once again, we have Jim Boney Jones. Woo! What's up? I'm so excited to have you here. So the last on the last episode, he kind of like dropped this bomb. Um, I'm not saying that he, you know, he's throwing shade at D&D, but, you know, he he casually made the comment that like Magic the Gathering or MTG uh, is like, the, it's more open than D&D. Like you have more choices. I don't, he needs to elaborate because, you know, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't, I haven't played D&D like fluently, mm-hmm. like a super lot, but from my observations it seems like it's more based on the randomnimity hmm. would i be correct in saying that uh yeah I mean, you, have, you know dice rolls you ha- yeah, yeah you have your choice of you can choose who you want your character to be mm-hmm. and like your stats and whatnot mm. but i feel an empty in mtg not as only not only is there a huge aspect of randomnimity you need to take that randomness and make it and like hone that randomness so it works in your favor mm-hmm. and that's where the strategy comes in mm-hmm. it's like i have my strategy of my set cards my set 60 cards in a deck and the cards i have to be able to like no matter what predicament i'm in i have to be able to use the randomness to my advantage so if you're like top decking and you have no cards in your hand, the next card that you pick up on the next turn has to be able to help you in your strategy. You can't just mm. pick up a card and it's a card that's okay in some instances, but it's not going to help you right now. And then so it's just in your hand. I mean, that will that will happen regardless. Mm-hmm. But that's a good example as to well, I think you have more control over the game in MTG. Mm-hmm. The outcome is more in your favor, mm. perhaps maybe is the way you say it. Yeah. Yeah, because like a dice roll is a dice roll, and it's all like chance, right? And so. what, another thing that's cool about it is that you're, like I said, the randomnimity of it. So you have to learn how to harness that and use it to your advantage, mm. which is like kind of a cool concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like whatever I'm handed, I gotta make do with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I gotta figure out how to lay out my strategy with whatever I'm drawing mm. or it, whatever is coming at me on the other side. So it helps you with like problem solving. Definitely. Like, mm. Huge okay. problem solving. So I think help. we have to backtrack like a lot because even the last <laughs> episode like you know we were just casually talking about it which is cool because like I have a tiny bit of experience and you have a lot but some of the listeners like this show is supposed to be for people who play games and for people who don't because you know sometimes they're curious and like they feel some type of way about asking someone about it because they don't want to be caught in the not know. Um, so just tell like the basis of how you play Magic the Gathering. Well, before we go into that, okay. I want to say that there's a then how you were just saying like you don't want to be looked down upon because you don't know. I yeah. think that in Magic it's kind of commonly. I don't want to speak for everyone, but that's not the mentality that a lot of Magic players want to mm-hmm, have. Mm-hmm. They're proud of what they do and they are proud of spreading the game. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I haven't run into too many people that are straight up like, oh, you're a loser because you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a loser because you lost like EA many times. Mm-hmm. And that's not really what it's about, which is kind of what I, another mm. reason I like it. Yeah. But anyway, how you play Magic is you have a. Uh, 60 card deck in casual you can have more than 60 cards you can have as many cards as you want but it is best strategy usually works out best with 60 cards you can have uh, in regular standard and modern formats you can have four of the same card in the deck in like a commander format which is 100 cards 
you can only have one of each card in your deck and that will speak to your strategy mm. um basically so you do have to understand like how the turns go so you draw seven cards um you have the option to mulligan if you don't like your opening hand mm -hmm. you just mulligan to six um which is you can draw another hand but one less mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um at the beginning of your turn you draw a card you are allowed your first step is the untap and draw a card step so you want to tap anything you tapped during the last turn, draw a card. Then you then in your first main phase, you have the first thing you could do or you could play at any time in any main phase, you could play a land. You're only allowed to play one land per turn. And the land or the mana is how you cast your spells. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all creatures and instants and sorceries and enchantments, they're all considered spells. A land is not considered a spell. You can just um, put it down. You can only play one land per turn. So there's your main phase, you set yourself up, play any spells that you want to play during your main phase to set yourself up, and then you go to combat phase, which is you have the option to attack the other player. Mm -hmm. When you're attacking a player, you can go for the head, which is just attacking for the player, or if they have like a planeswalker card out, you can attack certain other permanents. Any card that stays on the battlefield is called a permanent, some permanents you are allowed to attack mm. with your creatures, you have to delineate that when you attack so then after your attack phase um, or during your attack phase the other player will choose blockers to block your creatures or there are cards where you can instantly do things mm -hmm. so you can uh, during any phase or any part of the turn you can instantly send a creature back to its owner's hand you can instantly deal damage to someone you can instantly kill a creature or something so that's another aspect that's really interesting about it after the combat phase is your second main phase where you can also play a land if you haven't yet this turn mm -hmm. um, a lot of times during your turn you'll get to draw an additional card or so during the turn and if you haven't played a land yet you could play a land and then during that main phase you can do the same thing you can play any spells to follow that mm -hmm. up so another um and then goes to your end phase where you pass the turn or and any resolutions that happen at the end of the turn will close out um, another another really interesting interesting thing about MTG is your strategy can be very heavily based on the um, phases of the turns that you play things. So you might want to attack first before you play another spell because it'll help you do something. Mm -hmm. It's all based on what the cards say. Mm -hmm. So for so for instance, um, uh, Charter Course will be it's a sorcery, I believe, a sorcery an instant that if you when you cast it, you can draw two cards, and then you have to discard a card unless you attack with a creature this turn. So that's why I would play that card, or I'd try to play that card after my combat phase, so then I could draw two cards and not have to discard one from my hand. That's mm -hmm. a ex simple example. Mm -hmm. So the w so the timing of when you play things is very important in Magic, which adds such a cool aspect to mm -hmm. the strategy in general. You could play things during other other players' turns. With those cards are called instants, um, and there are other cards that say flash on them then it won't be necessarily instance that you can instantly play but have the ability for you to still instantly play so those mm -hmm. other things to think about um, there are five colors in magic mm -hmm. the black which is swamp the blue which are islands mm -hmm. red which are mountains green forests white which is plains and then there's also the addition of uh, colorless mana which is called which are called wastes um, which is very popular or which um, came out in the Zendikar and the Eldrazi blocks. Hmm. 
like okay so like i kind of follow most of that but it still sounds complicated like how can you play in a deck where you can only have one of every card right so let's that's say that's in commander so commander's oh. a little different commanders you have a hundred cards and then you have one creature that is a legendary creature mm -hmm. so creatures have just cards have distinctions like they can be legendary mm -hmm. which means you can have if you're playing in standard modern uh, or legacy or vintage you could have up to four of that legendary creature or legendary artifact or legendary mm -hmm. enchantment in your deck, mm -hmm. you can only play one at a time. Yeah. So if you have a legendary creature and you want to play the same legendary creature, it comes on the board and that the first legendary creature would would Le die Yeah. because it can only have one instance of itself. Mm -hmm. But for other cards like uh, whatever, whatever, I'll just throw a name out there, whatever, snake or something, you could have several of the same one. Oh, on there and okay. commander you have a hundred cards and you can only have one of each card type yeah. which will play into the strategy and then your commander stays outside of the deck it's a legendary creature or a planeswalker and once you cast it um you can you can cast it and play it as normally and then once it dies it goes back to your command zone you can cast it again for an additional two mana um, the idea of commander is still to attack. So the idea of the game is to attack the other player. Yeah. The other player starts with 20 life. You both start with 20 life okay. as planeswalkers. Mm -hmm. So you have to deal them 20 damage. Um, once they're at zero, they die. You can gain life mm -hmm. in the game, too. Um, there are several, in casual formats, you can pretty much start at whatever life, however long you want the game to be. But 20 mm -hmm. is pretty good because it'll last, like I said, you can last anywhere from five minutes to I've played um, a casual game of standard that's lasted almost two hours before Ooh, it just happens like you get <laughs> yeah. in a lockup and the strategies are really like dueling mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. but that's like super interesting like at first i was like oh man like this is not going to be relatable but it's very relatable and it does make me want to play it because i'm like you know i mean i don't know if i want to play for two hours but like you know learning a strategy and how to get people but like my biggest hurdle is always like learning like, all the rules so like um, I know like if your HP goes to zero then obviously you die. What happens if you can you run out of mana? If you run out of mana and you can't well, can someone you still can, So mana typically stays. There's mana that will have abilities like there's basic mana which is the five basic colors and then you'll have other mm. man like special land so, cards that do things so mm -hmm. you can like tap it'll say like tap three other mana and tap this mana and sac sacrifice this mana and you can draw however many cards. So there's mm -hmm. always like crazy small abilities like that mm -hmm. you don't really lose you, you so it's not like you know like you have a health meter so there's no mana meter like oh you no. used all your mana for this yeah, turn the, so now you so can't when you use something anyway. you get a, with a mana to use it you tap it which is turn it sideways mm -hmm. and that's you've used it for something mm -hmm. during the turn you can also there are cards that float mana and make imaginary mana <laughs> so you'll have like four or five mana and then you play a card that says add three forests to your mana pool or something mm -hmm. so in the air you have three Oh, Which okay, is, it's okay. always smart to use uh, counters and, and write stuff down and magic so you don't forget. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but until you've tapped all your mana, you that's when your mana is run out. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's, um, sometimes it's if you're a control player, they'll try to leave mana open during other people's turns. Or just So that's another cool part of the strategy is kind of trying to line up your mana so that you can play things when you want to play things. You always want to look ahead, too, mm -hmm, and consider mm -hmm. what's to come. Mm -hmm. I know, and you were, earlier you were calling it, it's like, chess it's like the chest of, of chest yeah. chess it's like the chest of um games because you really have to be think you have to play your you cards and play the other person of, too yeah every kind of uh, aspect of it really you always kind of want to when you get 
really into magic you're always thinking like ahead you'll mm-hmm. find yourself thinking turns ahead well if i play this now and, and if he plays that in a couple turns then i shouldn't that's why i shouldn't play this now or, or etc mm-hmm. or so forth you know is there any like is there any game that you play that really sticks out in your mind like it was so epic or you made such a good move oh, there's a few of them really <laughs> there sometimes games which is really cool um so you can have creatures and your creatures can get counters so they can grow so the creatures usually work they have a power and toughness mm-hmm. there's a number it'll be two dash two so as a power of two and a toughness of two and the toughness is basically how much life points it has mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the power is the attack mm-hmm. so if you're fighting a creature for two two you attack with a two two and the other person blocks with the one one that creature's going to die mm-hmm. but if that other person blocks with the two three they're going to live because you're dealing two damage to their three damage creature but your creature's getting hit for two so it dies mm-hmm. and then um at the end of your turn your creatures will regenerate back to their normal oh. health that's nice. And then passes the turn. What was the original question I was answering? Oh, that? have you ever played any epic games oh, where yeah, you just were like boss? So, <laughs> so there are some games where you can like you can um, get tokens. You can spawn creature tokens, which is like you can spawn random creatures mm-hmm. from other creatures and other effects and stuff. So some games you like I spawned like twenty tokens and your board state is like huge. You need like a huge table to play on. And you look across the table and he's got like a whole army of things and like enchantments. And stuff and it can, it can get kind of uh, a lot of things can happen so mm-hmm. keep another um, good suggestion for being a good magic player is that pay attention to every little contingency because you can have like a bunch of enchantments like one enchantment will say all your creatures get this kind of boost mm-hmm. and one enchantment will say every time you draw a card this happens and the other one will say every time something goes to the graveyard this happens mm-hmm. you got to keep track of everything because mm-hmm. your opponent's not going to remind you like, yeah, no. if something's going to go in your favor they're probably not going to and in tournaments they don't they mm-hmm. just let you slide with it and you miss the trigger or you miss the ability mm-hmm. so you definitely have to pay attention to, in a game as big as that mm-hmm. everything so that's did going that happen on. to you like did you spawn 20 creatures one time and you were like ha ha i shall challenge you several times we've had crazy my, my roommate plays we we try to be kind of semi-competitive with it so we'll test play each other all the time and um we actually started our own casual tournament that we do Ooh. with a group of 12 to 14 people that we have on board now it's called the tucker bowl so every two months we get together and have a different format of tournament and it's it's with it, we we stay casual with it hmm. you know it's just between friends we don't want it to be like a super competitive thing we just want to hang out for I mean, a but day. there's always a little bit of you know like haha i have beaten you oh, of course of course <laughs> within within the casual play there is uh is quite competitive do you guys have like a trophy and stuff like the, the shiva yes we're trying to get um right now we have like this book i don't know how to describe it but we are getting a wizard's costume that you have to wear every time if so you the person, win if you win you have nice. to wear it to the next tournament Wait, you gotta wait. You gotta take a picture. You gotta put it on. <laughs> if you guys don't have a Facebook page, you gotta make a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. that's awesome though. I it's love fun. that. Yeah, and that, that that adds to the fun and uh, with uh, you know games that you have to like be in real life with each other. I mean, I know you could probably like. I've had, I have cousins who have like phoned it, like phoned a game with someone to play because that's how much I want to that's play. That's intense. Playing some, <laughs> playing someone over playing MTG over Skype with someone. Yeah. Well, now they have the MTG, the Magic Arena, which is the online. Oh. version yeah that's getting really popular it's almost it's causing like a, a rift in the magic the gathering fan base oh, no. because some people s- prefer the actual hard copy of the game so much more than the uh, 
the software version of it, mm-hmm. and that's definitely creating a river. I think they're already um, thinking about printing less cars because <gasps> no, because okay. of it. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Cars so stop. it's definitely in his in history of magic. It's definitely an interesting time. Yeah, I think, and the sad fact is, is that that same issue comes up has been coming up more and more in our lives in general, right? Because uh, it's like. I remember when Borders, RIP, man, loved you so much. When Borders went out of business, uh, the Barnes & Noble's uh, CEO went on record and was like, oh, paper books are dead. And I have a real issue with that. Like, I'd rather yeah, have it in my hand. Books, yeah. Exactly. And the issue with m- I have personally is that, okay, the second that something that you didn't expect to happen happens, like, there's a giant solar flare, right? And it burns all the transformers. We have no electricity. And, you know, all the books I are think digital. About that all the time, it's too. all gone. Everyone's so about <laughs> oh, even, storing everything on the cloud and stuff. Exactly. And, and that like, happens, what happens to me this when morning. Your internet goes down. Exactly. For, you have a power outage for a week or something, and you have no service like that or something i I woke up this morning and my phone's like oh sign in with your apple id and i'm like why wouldn't my apple id be signed in so i go from like i was late to work because i was trying to figure out what was the matter and the thing is is that like because it wasn't attached to the apple cloud whatever my contacts weren't in there so someone's texting me my boss texting me didn't know who it was something as simple as the signal just drops out and then you get to restart everything over again yep you're on your way to work and you have a meeting in five minutes and you have no contact exactly and i'm like okay so thanks for you know messing me up apple and the thing is like everyone's very interested in the cloud oh the cloud's so great i was like the cloud's only great if it's used as a backup right like i have a copy but then there's a backup copy rather than Everything exists in the cloud, and the cloud is sending it to somewhere yeah. else. That's it's a almost like format. a Spider-Man thing. It's like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> exactly. And the way that they have all this, and the way that we're moving forward in 2019 and 2020, and everything's networked and yes. everything, it's like you can do a lot of good with that technology. Mm-hmm. You really can, or you could do a lot of bad. Yeah. At first, when it kept asking me to put in my password, I was like, yo, someone hacked me. And like, literally, I went it's to... It's so easy for people to do that. Exactly. Nowadays. And I went and I checked my bank account to make sure that there were no Every, withdrawals. Everything's over IP. In, uh, yeah. Eventually... It is, it is good for our evolution, yeah. I think, but it is it's bad at some points, too, because we're so reliant on that. Exactly. And it, it could be so easily taken away, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, easily mm-hmm. messed with. But back to Magic the Gathering. Yeah, sorry. sorry, had to go on that tangent, man. Because <laughs> yeah, no. I like technology. I like what it does for us. But Me sometimes too, I'm but like, it's making us weak. So yeah. weak. Um, but I did have a chance to see. They had a tournament during the PAX East uh, back in March. And I did see it. And there were so many people. And there were a lot of people watching online. And, it's you probably know, the most popular tabletop game. But it's sad to see that. like D&D. Yeah. But it's so sad to see that like it now having or having the ability to reach more people because it's online or mm-hmm. effectively give other people the chance to play like so I could play with or you mm-hmm. could you you not me you could play with someone in South Korea which mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally have that that yeah, opportunity you can't so, blame them for doing that yeah I don't and obviously they want the money and obviously they want to reach more people, people exactly but the, the thing is is that uh, you don't want to alienate people from your game because it's just like when you know comic book uh, companies when Marvel Studios aka Disney makes a movie and they're kind of making it geared towards people who have no idea of anything about they're not invested in marvel they're not invested in any of the superheroes or stories and they make this like really basic story and you're someone who's invested and now you're alienated from them right so i mean you're not alienated you're a pretty like like go with the flow kind of guy but like some people kind of feel like well you know you don't stop printing the cards don't stop printing books you know and that's- well they did have book they had magic card books for a while mm. 
when it first started up until the early 2000s and they must have came I'm pretty sure that's what happened they came to the conclusion that people aren't buying these yeah. paperback books but people are accessing the online articles and this mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. way more so they stopped I used to buy the books too yeah. and the storyline for Magic is really something it really yeah. is it's probably the largest storyline of of anything I, I don't know I don't want to put that <laughs> as a definite but it's pretty it spans hundreds of thousands of years and oh. So, so many, it's like, like a countless amount of characters. It's like the, a the, the sto- Hobbit kind of like epic. Yeah, you, you know, could, a thousand pages, two thousand, three thousand. Oh, way more because <laughs> there's so many. Sto- they go through different storyline arcs that all can kind of connect to each other, and mm-hmm, the characters mm-hmm. come back. The characters have their own side stories mm-hmm. and stuff. So nice. It's like endless, really. I love stories like that. That's I'm like kind of a detail oriented, not detailed, but you know, like when you watch. I don't know. Your ba- let's say it's like your basic superhero story, and then there's like a tangent friend. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested in the tangent friend. I'm like, oh, what's this person doing? Where'd they get their powers? Like, that's what interests me. Like, I like learning yeah, like little always, tidbits. They always have stuff like that in the backgrounds of characters, mm-hmm, um, how they relate to other characters. You know, the surprises and dramatic irony and so mm-hmm, forth. Mm-hmm. And th- that's my thing. Like, I mean. I obviously I'm not in the company. I don't know the finances, whatever. But I'm always like, come out with an omnibus, you know, like that whole like seasons story just comes out in one big book. You can buy that big book, right? Because yeah. I like I physical think they stuff. Do. I think they do. Oh, okay, do that. good, good job, they, guys. Like, accumulate. All they didn't the stories. just go full haul on the technology. But I want to remind you guys that Zamboni Jones is not just our newest frenemy. He is also a radio show uh, host, which is. Beantown Black and Gold on WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston. You're Boston's community brew in the show. Yes, boom. And you know, Boston is a is a, a sports town, so like your show is probably really awesome. I haven't listened to it. I'm a bandwagon sportsman, guys. It's <laughs> the summertime, so we don't really have much. It's like we're just I mean, milling over the news. Always something and, to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we we do always have something to talk about. Believe me, get into mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. heated debates sometimes. Um, we like to throw a little bit, of, a, a little bit, a lot of humor into our show too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, and you guys can check out their Facebook page. Yeah, Beantown um, Black and Gold mm-hmm, Facebook mm-hmm. page. And that's a way for you guys to interact with them yep. and like ask questions and rant at them because you're so jealous because your team's not Boston. <laughs> but it's fine. All comments are welcome, right? Yes, of course. And you can always contact me um, by sending me an email at xbhunterlee at gmail.com. The website is going to be up soon. I know I said that like a bunch of episodes, but it will be up soon. I promise. Pinky swear, wink, wink, cross fingers behind back. Um and you can also send me a direct message on Instagram by searching SB Hunter Lee. And, you know, guys, we've been talking with Zamboni about Magic Gathering because that's like that's his expertise. And I love to have people who have expertise and passion, you know, like you have a lot of passion for it, even though, yeah, you know, you it's say, done a lot for my life. Yeah. Honestly, it really has over the I've been playing since one, I think when seventh edition came out, they're on core set 20 now. Oh. So we've been playing for a really long time. I always would play and then put it away and then come back to it a year mm-hmm. later and then do that for a bunch of years. But it has really done a lot for my life. It's mm-hmm. probably one of the healthiest hobbies <laughs> to have, I think. What do you mean? What would you have some unhealthy hobbies? Well, better than like smoking cigarettes uh, or something. Or <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, or if you play, if some video games just aren't good for yeah. you. They're just yeah. mindless and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not really, not really going to get anything out of it. Yeah. But I think it's the opposite. MTG, you definitely flex your brain every mm-hmm. time you play. And a lot of people feel your like, intellect. Yeah, a lot of people feel like um, that the line between being casual and being, uh, you know, like literally just there's just casuals and then everyone else. And the the line is that you don't play all the time. And I'm like, that's the way you burn out on a game, right? Like, 
if you put it down for like I started playing Warframe like Warframe came out in 2013 and I started playing in 2014 and then I didn't play again until 2017 and then didn't play again until 2018 and now I'm kind of going full haul into it because now I like feel invested and it's keeping my attention and there's a base for there's a place you know online for me to ask for help because it doesn't explain anything but the thing is is that if you just go full haul all the time like that's great if you can maintain that but like yeah. a game that keeps your interest and keeps you coming back like it's always in your mind and you know it has a place in your heart i guess we'll say um that's like way better i personally think and i think that there's a lot of toxicity in some people who like delineate in that way that well i pay all the time and i have all the you know warframes or i have all the best cards yeah. and so obviously i'm better than you and I think in games that comes up a lot and I know that in games you know like the point of a game is to win it right and if you don't win then you're not the winner but the you know growing learning like the one of the base I guess um, philosophies of XP Hunter is that like you know you grow and you learn and you become a better person you gain XP and experience from doing these things and you know you can use the experience for anything it helps you become a, a better person you know it's like well you know ha ha I, I came out number one in this tournament and then you lose like you've learned something right because your attitude kind of you know screwed you up there um and i mean i know you said you haven't run into anyone in mgt who's really been kind of very, toxic. very yeah. rarely i mean you very rarely do i think that we're most players are of the mood that we want to help people yeah. and have people more people play than we'd rather have more people play than have no one to play with exactly so yeah i haven't really come across anyone that's really imposing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to put you down um but I think American culture really influences that sometimes where it's like, because I personally feel like American culture is always yeah. like, be number one. And I'm like, that's so silly because there can only be one number one. What about I mean, everyone playing, who's not number playing, one? Even, when, <laughs> even in competitive tournaments, mm. there, you can see the sportsmanship mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to say that yeah. I would like, a good way to learn is to watch people. Mm. And a good way to get better is to watch people. And you can watch like the e-gaming watching the uh pro circuit mm -hmm. tournaments which they have a lot on youtube um and the magic the gathering mm -hmm. uh, esports page that's a really good way to kind of acclimate yourself to mm -hmm. how to really play mm -hmm. um there would be some times where i would play and then it's like i really don't understand this concept or can't wrap my head around some strategy and then mm -hmm. i come back like a year later and it's like oh i'm a little older i'm a little more experienced now mm -hmm. oh i understand this mm -hmm. now it's kind of like um in when I was younger skateboarding and I'd be like, there's a trick, but I have no idea. I can't wrap my head around the foot positions to do this trick mm -hmm, or something. Mm -hmm. And then like a year later, I'd come back and skate it again and be like, oh, I kind of understand this trick more mm -hmm. now. Or I kind of understand the physics more now. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you also see a lot in mm -hmm. playing the game. Um, also, like guys, I just want to reiterate with you, like, you know, Magic the Gathering is a very welcoming community. <laughs> Join it. Go out there um, and, you know, Go out there and meet new people and, you know, grow and be more. And I know here in Boston recently, I Googled it, obviously, for the show. Remember, we're going questing, guys, so you can find that video up soon. But there's, like, a whole, like, bar family fun zone called Versus, which is ironically run by, like, this company that runs a bar called The Grand, which is basically, like, selling you the lifestyle of, like, oh, you spend $3,000 for, oh, you spend a lot of money for, like, a booth, you know, and, like, scantily clad women bring you like bottles of like Belvedere which is not the best kind of vodka um with um 
like sparklers on it. Like you know what I mean, right? But they own it and it has all sorts of video games. They have Playstations, they have like yeah. arcade games and stuff like that. So there are all these places like that where originally when they first were invented arcades, they were there for kids to well, they were there for money, but they're there for kids to like get together and play, you know, um DDR and stuff like that. So uh, also, if like you want to play it, you can go online and find all the stuff uh, like Zambodi was saying on their website and you can start your own tournament or you can yeah. like, you know, you everything start, starts on Reddit nowadays. <laughs> so you can go on Reddit and say, hey, I want to do a pickup game of MGT. Do you guys want to join me? Does anyone? There's a huge MTG um, community out there. Mm-hmm. It really is. Anywhere you go, it's that. that's how popular it is. Yeah. You'll find someone to play wherever yeah. you are. So you're never alone, which... I mean as a good thing. I know it sounds creepy, but it is a good thing. Know that. Um, We've been having a great time talking to Zamboni. Remember, you can contact him through his Facebook page, the... Beantown Black and Gold, along with my hosts, Blue Line Lewis and Jumbo Tom. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. Jumbo Tom's the first to be on the Facebook, so if you have any goofy (laughs) comments. Um, So if... They have a video, if they have an MGT question, can they message you there? Yeah, that'd okay, be awesome. Cool. Okay, yeah. Then I'd hear it from them. They'd be like, <laughs> my hosts would be like, why are they asking us about MTG? Why is there MTG in our hockey? <laughs> uh, but we've had a great time. I've had a great time talking to you. Thanks so I much have for being Thank on the you. Show. Thank you for having me on. Um, listen, guys, if you want to get in contact, you already know the ways. So in between times, in the meantime, do it for the XP. Bye.